airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. Mm -hmm. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And um, J-Mac for sure, because I just spoke to him. I want to say Sherry B. Yeah. Well, as okay. I know, Sherry B is, is okay. in the house. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> good enough for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's great to be back. Did you miss me yesterday? Yes. Okay. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Always, um, man. Not yeah, there. man. Listen, so... Anyway, you already you already took care of what we're doing. So just yeah. let's get into the show today. All right. Um, today, our focus is on spiritual warfare. We are all across the network talking about the next AFA at home with Walker Wildman. And um, it you can sign up for free for this special event um, happening on April 29th uh, at 7 p.m. Central, April 29th, 7 p.m. Central. It's a virtual town hall meeting. And the conversation all revolves around spiritual warfare. Mm. And this is exactly mm-hmm. where we need to be having the conversation. Yeah, This is exactly where we need to be having the conversation. When we talk about what's happening in our country today and we look at what's going on in the uh, there's a lot of head scratching. And so I really um, I'm, I'm excited that we're talking about this today because I think in light of some of the other smaller conversations, that we're having. And when I say smaller conversations, believe it or not, I actually mean the big current events. Mm. And I know that some people may look at those things and say, well, Miki, how can you call those things smaller conversations? Because the larger conversation is what all of this stuff means in eternity. Like what is happening in a realm that we cannot see? And why do we continue to have these occurrences? Why do we continue to have these conversations? These things have undeniable spiritual underpinnings. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 now we could, I'm going to just tell you, we could pretend like all of these things are just the things. Right. But these things are not just the things. Right. 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 These things are underpinned by a, a spiritual realm that, that even though we cannot see it, the Lord did not want us to be ignorant concerning it. That's right. He wanted us to know that it exists. Right. So anyways, you're invited um, on April 29th to participate, to be a part of this virtual town hall meeting, AFA at home with Walker. Um, All you've got to do is go to AFA.net and register for it. It's free to register, but you just have to go and do that. Mm -hmm. AFA.net. Excuse me. AFA.net. I had the opportunity to participate in this mm-hmm. along with Brother Bert Harper, Bishop E.W. Jackson, Eva Tagliano, Tony Perkins, and Pastor Jeff Shreve. Um, and let me just tell you, it was one of those things where I think for, for all of us having a conversation around spiritual warfare, it's one of those things where you get a bunch of people in a room um, and, and we are all bringing sort of our, our 
notes, our observations and the word of God. Yeah. And you go, yeah, wow. We do all see this. (laughs) We do all see this. This, this is really happening and it is, it is spiritual in nature. And Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to say something just to give you some behind the scenes and I can do this because I'm a part of this particular AFA at home. So we are in the room and just talk about spiritual warfare, right? That there, that there is a realm that we cannot see. Mm. Now guys get comfortable saying that. Yeah. Why? True. Why get comfortable saying, cause the Bible tells right. you this, right? That we, we are so afraid like to just come out and just say what the word of God says. You know, if you listen to this program, it's our straight edge. This is what we align ourselves against. Right. That's right. So, so here we are. I'll give you some some nuggets from the background. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we are. We're getting ready to tape this AFA at home. And the topic of the conversation is spiritual warfare. We've prayed. We've searched the scriptures. We've readied ourselves for this conversation. And so we go in. And the entire time we're in our studio here or at our offices, we're in our, our studio the entire time. Everybody just is uh, standing around and, and talking and we're getting ready. And the American Family Studios team is getting set up and um, and the room is perfect. Every, everything is, is quiet, you know, and then we all get into position and, and the lighting and all of that stuff that they have to do, you know, and, and here we are. We're ready for the taping. And as soon as we sit down and I think it's Pastor Jeff Shreve who begins talking um, as soon as that happens there sounds like there's some sort of critter running through like the rafters. <laughs> hmm. Now, Man. when we initially hear this, Pastor Shreve continues talking. Yeah. Because we're like, well, maybe it's not going to be, you know. And then it's like, you know, right while we're talking. And so finally, Austin, who is the director of American Family Studios, says, okay, guys, we got to stop that we can't just keep filming with right. that sound right so we got to figure out what's going on um there's no construction happening all of that stuff is suspend, suspended for the taping so we got to figure out what's going on um and so so we stop and and then when when all of the guys go to investigate so here we are we're sitting and we're waiting you know for this return so that we can continue the taping there was this moment of silence and um pastor shreve says guys now listen here we are. No one wants to even say that this is spiritual warfare. Mm. Right? We're we're here to talk <laughs> about spiritual warfare. Yeah. Okay? We're here to get a message out to the people of God that what is happening around us has huge spiritual implications, but we are not left to ourselves. And as soon as we start to talk about that, okay? Right? Um something starts to happen that starts to interfere with that. And 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 here's the amazing thing. All of us who are there to discuss spiritual warfare. We are all thinking the same thing, but the question is who's going to be the first person to really kind of acknowledge it because, mm-hmm. you, because here we are. And yet there is this tension that nobody wants to be like the mystic person. Like you, you don't want to be like the, you know, like yeah. it, but it's <laughs> right. spiritual warfare. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, right. will you say this all the time? Mm-hmm. We've got to call Bible things by Bible names, mm-hmm. right? Like we try to find all of these ways. Like we, we like to use, you know, like things like coincidence and and all of these things. Right. But we have to understand that the Lord has already alerted us. The Lord has already told us about things going on in a realm that we cannot see. Amen. But what's better than just knowing 
that there are things happening in a realm that we cannot see. What's better than that is actually knowing how to do battle against it. That's right. That's right. Because the Bible doesn't just tell us that we are wrestling not Mm -hmm. against flesh and blood. The Bible doesn't just tell us that, but the Bible also sets us up to win. And you telling know, us how to do battle. You know what? It's to the enemy's advantage advantage that we don't understand spiritual warfare or, the, uh, or that we would shy away from even talking yeah, about it. exactly. It's an advantage for the enemy, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's just a coincidence or, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. You know, because it, it, it takes the focus off what it really is when the Bible tells yes. us, like you're saying, what we are dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was think you think about how you have different things that um are like, you know, will kill different kinds of like critters, creatures, things yeah. that you don't want like, you know, and how you could have a lot of the wrong type of thing and it does nothing. Mm. Right? <laughs> right? But you just need a little of right. the thing. Yeah. You just need a little of the That's thing. You, you know what I'm saying? But you yeah. can have a lot of the wrong kind of thing mm-hmm. and and you can spread it everywhere. You, you can put it on anything and, and <laughs> yeah. the critters and the things they bathe in it. They're just like, thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? right. Because they're, they're just like, you got, you know, you got any more of that. <laughs> right. But you could have a little of the thing, mm. a little of the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And boom, you're good to go. Yeah. And I think what we see happening in our culture so much, and even in our church culture is that we are saturated with the thing. That's not the thing that's going to help with mm. the thing. Right. We're saturated with that. Our own human effort, our own wits and our own smarts, our own intellect. Right. Our own uh, strength of our own hands Our own, you know, we, we can we put a lot of muscle into stuff. But when we look at what the word of God says about how we do battle, that's that's the thing that we don't want to employ. <laughs> right. That's that's the thing that we're like, mm, no, that's not that's not it. That's I, not it. But right. I, I got this over here. Mm. When the Lord has already set us up to win. So what am I saying? I'm saying that um, you have an opportunity to be a part of this virtual town hall. And I hope that you will be. I really hope that we can equip the masses to do battle as the Lord has told us we are equipped to do battle. Just a little bit of encouragement. It's not that the tools, it's not that the tools are in this particular AFA at home. The tools are in the word of God. What we Mm -hmm. are doing is saying, hey, look at what is happening. This is what the word of God says about that. Yeah. This is what's going on. And this is what the word of God says about that. So you have an opportunity to be a part of that um, Thursday, April 29th at 7 p.m. You can register now if you go to AFR. I'm sorry, AFA, AFA.net, AFA.net. You can pre-register AFA at home um, with Walker Wildman. Uh, I was a part of it. Brother Bert Harper, you listen to Exploring the Word. Mm-hmm. Bishop E.W. Jackson, who comes on a couple shows ahead of ours. Uh, Ed Vitagliano, Executive Vice President of AFA, also co-host on today's issues. Tony Perkins, Washington Watch, and Pastor Jeff Shreve. You hear his sermons broadcast on AFR uh, nightly. And then also, I believe that he and his wife filled in for us um, at least once yeah. or twice. Yeah. So so anyway, um Hopefully you will take advantage of that. AFA.net, AFA.net. You can pre-register for this April 29th event right now. Um, are we still allowing people to register? Yes. Can I can I announce the date night? Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. We, we can announce that. Um, it, it's happening uh, April 27th. That's Tuesday. It's coming Tuesday uh, in Florence, Alabama. And so you can still go to marriagefamilylife.net. Click on the events tab and register for the date night. You'll see it right there. Uh, and the reason we can still 
uh, uh, have it open is we still have some spaces available. So if okay. you yeah if you go to marriagefamilylife.net, click click on the events tab and hit uh, the date night graphic, you can um, register there. It's a free event, but we do need you to uh, register. Okay, so let's get into kind of talking about um, where our focus is going to be as far as spiritual warfare, not only to talk about AFA at home, and that's the topic of this particular town hall, spiritual warfare, but also to look at what is happening in our country. Guys, it's not getting better, is it? Is it? (laughs) Right? Even the things that they told us, Mm -hmm. you know, if these things happen, mm-hmm. if we if if they said no justice, no peace. Right. But then but then there is, as some would define it, they would say, well, that's justice. But then they say, but still no peace, though. Mm. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so from the lawlessness, <laughs> lawlessness, guys, we OK. I hate to say things like this because it sounds like so like, you know, self-promoting. But we already said this, mm-hmm. that you cannot keep lawlessness as a pet. Right. Right. So all of the people trying to make nice with the lawless people. Right. And thinking that you can just kind of give lawlessness a space out in culture. You can give lawlessness a space out in our communities. And then what I said is that lawlessness eats you. Because by definition, it does not submit itself to law like it does not obey. It does not it does not comply. Right. And so here we are now. What we know is that it does not matter if there is justice. There will not be peace. And why? Well, number one, because justice is uh, redefined. So the aim and the goal was never really justice. I've already uh, you know, it's revenge. Just want to get even with people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter who it is. Just want to get even. Right? And then it's not peace. Peace has been redefined. It is not peace. Mm-hmm. It is not peace. It is capitulation. Yes, right. It is That's submission. Right. Yep. All right? It is domination. That's what it is. It is It is all submitting to the one ideology and by the way, we get to determine it and change it every single day and all you do is say yes sir, yes ma'am. Right. And then when you do that, then we will call that peace. Okay, you will not act as an individual. You will not think independently. You certainly will not submit to the word of God, at least not in our presence. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when they say no justice, no peace, know that both justice and peace have been redefined. Yeah. All right. Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Just give me Jesus. Jesus. Just give me Jesus. There's nothing I desire that can't be found in you. You're everything that I've ever needed. Just give me Jesus. Welcome back to. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Appreciate listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And as I'm spoken with, just give me Jesus. All right. So spiritual warfare, that's that's what we are um, in the midst of. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Um, truly, truly. OK, uh, we have to stop looking at these things just with our eyes. OK. And, yeah. and acting as if 
um, if we can just do this or if we can just do that, if we can get um, the right person in office or if the right person um, you know, gets convicted or if the right person resigns or if the right person, like all of these things that we keep looking at and we keep telling ourselves that this is going to change our country. Mm. Um, what is happening right now in our country is spiritual in nature. And the reason we've gotten here is also spiritual in nature. Yeah. And if things are going to change, if things are going to turn around, it's going to be by way of things that are, you guessed it, spiritual in nature. <laughs> okay. And so that means that what the people of God should be doing is praying and interceding on behalf of our country. Mm. If you, if, if the word teaches that you should pray that things go well where you live, because if it goes well where you live, it goes well for you. Right. I mean, which just makes sense. Right. Just makes sense. So we should be praying for our country more than we have been. And and I actually I, w- I was doing another interview earlier today and we we're just talking about, you know, how we got to this point. Um, how did we go from a Trump presidency to where we are now, a Biden presidency and talking about the spiritual implications of that? Mm. Um, well, you know, of course, because I'm a commentator. So that's what I do. OK, but there are times that I know I'm about to say something that um, I. I really honestly just don't know how it's going to be received. You know, there are times that we have conversations about things and I, I feel like I know, um, I know our audience. I know generally where we stand. Um, and, and so I know how things are going to be received, but then there are things that I, I, I think, you know, I, I really just don't know what people are going to think about what I'm about to say. Yeah. But when, when I'm convinced that what I have observed and prayerfully discerned mm-hmm. that it is true, um, respectfully, I don't necess- I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not right. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't I'm not like going to say, well, I can't say this because people aren't going to like me. I right. don't care. Right. Right. I don't care. Let me let me side note this for just a second here. Christians, be comfortable being disliked. Man. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be, you know, um, you know, a, a, a bulldog in a puppy pen. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying that like we don't need to be that. Right. right. But please understand that the world is not going to like you. That's right. They're not going to love you. They have and probably will continue to some extent tolerating you. Mm. But like you, if, if you are bringing the conviction of the Lord in your living and in your engagement, you think that the enemies of God are going to welcome that with open arms, that they are going to like you. They're not. So we have to be at the place where we say, you know, listen, I'm I'm going to read the word of God and my goal, my endeavor is to get as close to that as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. If in the course of doing that, um, you are upset by that. Well, I can I can live with that. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? We've, we got we got to get comfortable with that. So let me tell you something. So here's where we are. So so here's the the, the conversation. How do we get from a Trump presidency and to a Biden presidency. So here's here's what I said, and I'm going to repeat it, and then I'm going to move on and get to the other things I want to talk about today. The Lord, um, the Lord was merciful to us with a Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. Email me. I don't care. There's going to be people, people who are going to say, oh, here, here, email me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Look, look what I'm saying. Look what I'm saying, guys. I'm past the point. I'm past the point because the emperor and, and all of his nakedness is, is parading out in front. And who are the people who are going to say, hey, yo, you're naked. Who are the people who are going to say it? Well, I'm going to say it. OK, so 
The Lord gave us a reprieve. Yeah. Many, many people prayed and cried out and asked the Lord, Lord, please do not suffer us to go in the direction that we will certainly go if you don't step in. So against all odds, the Lord did that. But what do we do? Instead of turning around, listen, people of God, if you're just a conservative, you check out right now because this is not for you. <laughs> if you're just a conservative, this is not for you. But if you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, who happens to be conservative in your political leanings, then stay with me. So we prayed and we cried out and we said, Lord, have mercy, because not only is our country on the line, but because of who we are as a country, other countries are on the line. Lord, please have mercy. The proliferation of the gospel, Lord, please have mercy. That's We cried out, we cried out, and the Lord obliged. The Lord turned his ear, he heard us, and the Lord blessed us. But instead of us turning around and saying, all right, now Christians back on the wall here, okay, the Lord has moved. What we did was we made an idol out of that victory. We, we made an idol out of that victory. And we said, you see what happens when you get just the right person in position. And then, and then where our greatest conviction was supposed to always remain that the word of God is true. Doesn't matter who's in office. Doesn't matter what kind of character that person has or what that person is doing. We must always fall on the side of scripture. We forgot about that. You know what we did? We said, well, you know, it's okay. We didn't elect a pastor. So when the Christian was supposed to come out hard and say, nope, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. The Christian was like, oh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, it's so good for us right now. Mm. And so, you know what the Lord does when the Lord opens his hand and when the Lord gives good gifts to his people, by the way, every single one, anytime you ever receive a gift from the Lord, anything that the Lord gives us from his hand, please always make no mistake about it. We don't deserve it. That's right. We don't deserve it. There's never, there's not any one person living who can stand before God and say you have a right to anything. What you deserve is death. So anything, anything that you get from the Lord is his benevolence displayed toward you. You don't deserve it. So, but instead of turning around and glorifying God and saying, now listen, we're peculiar people. We don't fit neatly in any one category. So we cannot be taken hostage by this particular political group and we That's cannot right. be taken captive by that particular right. initiative. We're not gonna fall on the side of that. We're not gonna keep quiet about Christ. God still has a standard of holiness. We're not letting people remake Christianity. Look, you could bulldoze the Republican party. I don't mm. care. Mm. You wanna remake the Republican party? Say, well, this is not, this is a, but guess what? You can't do that with Christianity right. when the body of Christ was supposed to stand up and say that you know what we did we didn't mm. we didn't and so now God in his mercy has said okay okay gotta pull you back gotta pull you back and what does that look like that looks like a Biden presidency that's that's what it looks like to be pulled back from anything that is idolatry to be pulled back from thinking that the horse is the reason you won. It's a vain, it's a vain source of hope when you're in a battle, just a horse and a chariot. And all of these things, yes, we make them ready for the battle, but the victory is with the Lord. This is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. So if Christians ever compromise their identity 
for what is expedient at the moment, then the Lord in his mercy, man, he must, because he loves us, he must step in and he must pull us back and say, hold up a second. Hold up a second. That, that is not your deliverer. That, that is not your source. I am your source. Mm-hmm. I am your deliverer. So now what is happening? What is happening is that we obviously missed something. We didn't do something right. So the Lord, the Lord, who is just and right and true, he steps in and he says, cry out to me, cry out to me, right? Acknowledge that I'm your source. Now, sometimes when we... um when we feel things like this, these things that are pressing in and squeezing in on us in a culture, in our country in particular, when we feel things like this, we think, well, Lord, it's not fair. Mm. Lord, that's, it's, it's not fair. These people are so wicked and, you know, and we're just living among them. But then I think the question has to be really kind of what you alluded to yesterday, you know? Yeah, you know, but, mm-hmm. but are we in some way drawn? Are we pulled? Yeah. In any way, have have we sort of reneged on our agreement? Yeah. You know, it is it's an automatic agreement that the Lord, he is God. We serve him. We submit to him. That's right. He's our leader. Now, look, here's 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 what is happening right now, even in the midst of all of the tumult and in the midst of everything that is kind of popping off left and right. Man, doesn't it grieve you? It's popping off left and right. It's pressing in. It's squeezing in on all sides. And here's what is still happening. Christians are still losing their identity because they're going toward the conservative position or they're going toward the liberal position mm. and no one stops to ask, what is the biblical position? Let me say something. So you've got a lot of people right now. This is the big, the big conversation or one of one of the big conversations being had. So you've got a lot of people who are dying and they are dying at the hand of law enforcement officers. And so the question is, Oh my goodness. You know, you know, um, you know, what, what, what are we going to do? Like what, what is going on? And so you've got, you've got one group of people who are exploiting this because they have an agenda and they understand that they need a revolution to advance their agenda. We've already been over it, right? This is what the Marxists are hoping for. They need a revolution. That's on the one hand. Mm -hmm. Then on the other hand, you've got a callous group of people who are saying, Nope, he should have done it. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Mm. And 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 having the kind of heart that not even the Lord himself reveals in Scripture. And so then where, where what place like where is the Christian supposed to fall on all of that? We are look. this is what we were talking to our children about earlier this week. Christians. And let me let me go. Let me expand it. Even those who are not yet Christians, because being made in the image of God has worth and value. Right. So Satan is in a war against God. It is a losing war, by the way. We already know this. But he is in a war against God. And so what are we? We. Become the casualties of that war when not purchased by the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Do you understand? So this again, because we have a very eye focused 
type of understanding of Christianity in America. It's 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 you know, it, God is madly in love with us, and he's you know, and so we 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 think that so much of everything that we are experiencing is just about us. Yeah. But really, this is a battle that is happening in a realm that we cannot see. Satan has decided or had decided to make war against God because he believed that he should be God, right? And so who are we? We are the casualties, if not for the Lord Jesus Christ. The war is not against us for us sake. The war is against us because it is against God. We are made in the image of God. Do you recognize that even in Job, when the Lord asked Satan where he had been, he says that he's been going all out through throughout the earth and roaming to and fro in it, right? That's what he's been doing. And then what does God say? He says, have you considered my servant Job? Right. This is a really interesting exchange. And we were reading this and discussing this with our children, trying to explain to them the moment that we are in. This is called discipleship. And so God says, have you considered my servant Job? And, and what does Satan say? Satan says he only worships you because of what you've given him, but touch what he has and he will curse you to your face. How many times have you read Job or how many times have you been taught Job and you made Job the focus and the center of this entire drama? It's, it's in your mind. It's all about Job. That right there gives us an indication that this is chiefly Firstly and foremostly about God. What is Satan saying? Satan is not accusing Job. He is accusing God. What is he saying to God? He says, you are not worthy to be God. You are not worthy to be worshiped. In fact, he's only worshiping you and following you because of what you give him. But, but if, but if you take that, then you see he won't. So what does the scripture reveal to us? The scripture reveals to us that as we know from the beginning, the battle is the war against God. Mm. Yeah. So even now, what are we looking at in our culture? We are looking at a war against God. It is a spiritual battle that we are in. And if the people of God do not employ the weapons of our warfare, come on, then many, 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 many more people become casualties. Please understand, look at what the Lord said through Ezekiel the prophet. Man, and, and I'm going to tell you, and this is what grieves me so much about um, what sometimes comes from people when they look at, um, you know, police shootings. Because what we, what we lose is we lose our ability to care about the soul of a person. Yeah. Do you understand that a person who dies, who leaves this this life, who crosses from this life, okay, do you understand that they will stand before God and if not hidden in Jesus Christ, they will be on the hook for paying for their sin? Do you know what the Lord says in Ezekiel chapter 18? And he says it twice when he's he's talking about how the soul that sins will die. He says this through the prophet. He says the soul that sins will die. And he's talking about Israel, he's talking about how the father who's done this. But if the son doesn't do it, then the son's not going to pay for what the father's done. And if the father hasn't done this, but then the son comes along and does it, then the son's going to pay for what the son has done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then the Lord is like, and but Israel, you say that I'm not fair. 
And the Lord says twice, have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked? Mm. <laughs> Not even the Lord wants people to die and perish without him. We got to grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Give me you. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Shanna Wilson with Give Me You. We are in a spiritual battle. Um, spiritual warfare is real. And the question today is, what might God be allowing us to see? Mm. How might we view those things that we see? Well, one, we see what happens in a culture when you blatantly and repeatedly reject God. This yeah. is what you get. Yeah. This is what you get. You get lawlessness, <laughs> lawlessness that is celebrated. You get death, you get murder, you get strife, you get division. This is, this is the, this is what you get, right? But for the Christian, we exist in this tension where we have to be in this world and not of it. We have to work, we have to live, we, we engage politically, but we have to understand that none of those things are preeminent. None of those things take top billing over Christ, over who we are as believers. Man, and you know one thing, just thinking about the conversation that you were having about uh, earlier about the, the Biden presidency, how, you, how do you get there from a uh, Trump presidency? And even after the election, you know, I, you can see how the enemy want to keep things going and keep, uh, a distraction there, mm-hmm. you know, just by, even though, you know, if you believe it happened, if you don't believe that's, that's on you, but you know, just the whole cheating thing. And I'll, you know, it's like, still don't put your eyes on, you know, as the people of God, maybe we just need to like repent, you know, but mm. it's still, it's, it's c- continual like distractions mm-hmm. that keep you away. I'll give you a reason not to look towards God and say, okay, God, you know, and, and, and the enemy loves to keep that stuff going and going and going to keep you looking in a different direction than where you're supposed to be looking, yeah. you know, and getting with God and saying, you know, man, I see where we dropped the ball, even yeah. in a time of reprieve, you know, yes. the enemy loves to distract. Yeah, man. You know, I, I did. Well, anyways, yes. 100, you, you know, we're thinking, yes, yes. 100%, yeah. 100% instead of, submitting ourselves to the Lord and falling on his mercy. Let me say something, um, guys. And, and this is going to be difficult because this is not, you know, the way that we have grown up is with a certain understanding, but we can have our minds renewed. Let me just say something. God is not going to war for your temporary comfort. Mm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The battle is over the eternity, the souls of men. Right. So it's not it's not. So when we are praying and crying out for our country, if we are praying and crying out for our country and that has that there's there's no cry crying out for souls, 
There's no crying out for men to come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then, then what do you, come on. Why, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing now? Listen, let me say something. So there's, there's one, one particular story that has grabbed my attention because I was reading some more information. So I was looking at, um, the people that are in the news headlines mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. um, because of being shot by law enforcement officers mm-hmm. and, there are all sorts of stories that you can like grab from that. You know, yeah. I saw the post, uh, <laughs> LeBron James, yeah. I'm not going to call him what you said. He's, he, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> who is, is in the news because he tweeted out a picture of the law enforcement officer who allegedly yeah. shot and killed a 16 year old girl, yeah. uh, Micaiah Bryant mm-hmm. in Columbus. Um, she was wielding a knife. Yeah. Okay. All right. And there was a potential victim on the other end of that knife. Yeah. All right. But LeBron James doesn't care about that. Okay. So he tweets out a picture. This is after the Derek Chauvin um, verdict mm-hmm. that, that this officer is next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now there are so many problems with that, but here is something that I think, man, for the Christian, we have to drill down deeper. We have to think about, the warfare that we are in, what is a win for Satan and, and, and what is a win for the kingdom of God, right? What is a win for the kingdom of darkness? Let me say it that way. And a win for the kingdom of God. It, if it's not souls, mm-hmm. if it's not souls, right? So when a person passes from death to life through Jesus Christ, right? The kingdom of God expands. Yeah. All right. So if a person dies a, away from Jesus Christ, darkness expands. The kingdom of darkness expands. Now, and, and listen, guys, and there is no, there is no, you know, there's no partying on that end. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's destruction. That's right. That's right. It's eternal destruction and separation from God. Now, I was reading about this girl, Micaiah Bryant, right? And so the stories will be, and, 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 and I, I look at all of these things as like the low-hanging fruit. So the stories will be, well, she had a knife. Yes, that's true. The stories will be, well, what about the other victim, the other potential? Yes, and that is true. But did you know that this little girl, this 16-year-old girl, was in foster care? Did you know that her grandmother said, Normally, she's very quiet and reserved. I have no idea what got into her. I have no idea. Mm. I, that did not look like my granddaughter. She's looking at the body cam footage. Why am I saying that? Because we are in a spiritual battle. So what we're not going to do, generally speaking, is we're not going to walk back a few paces where we say, um, hey, uh, there was a breakdown in her family. Guys, there's a there's a there's an issue there that nobody wants to really discuss. Where does the Bible tell us about where fits of rage come from? Does the Bible does the Bible tell us about navigating these things? And then the question, did she know Jesus? Same thing with just all of the other names in the headlines, mm-hmm. the 13-year-old in Chicago, Adam Toledo, like all of, all of these other people, like the question, did they know Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is, is Satan growing his kingdom? Is, is Satan 
making gains. And, 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 and why, why are we so uncomfortable talking about that? Because we've conditioned ourselves to just talk in news headlines. So we don't think spiritually on issues. And so then you've, you've got the people who are like, man, I, man, <sighs> Will showed me, you know, at least one tweet from a, what I thought was a brother rejoicing in the Derek Chauvin verdict and, and just being ugly. And I'm like, listen, the Lord God loves justice. What we want is justice. So what we don't want, what we don't want is injustice just in the opposite direction of us. You understand what, what we want is justice. But you see, this is a part of the conversation that the Lord even had with Job. We don't even know how to want that. Why? Because sin, because flawed. We don't we don't know how to want that. We're self-interested, selfish people. And the Lord is showing us who we are. And if we don't pause for a second and pray and cry out to the true and living God and show this world what true Christianity is, then what hope have we? Why has the culture so rapidly declined? Because in every generation, there has been a decline. And so what, what did God say? And again, I'm not saying that we're Israel. Not at all. Not even right. by a long shot. Right. But Romans 15, 4 says, for it, whatever was written in, in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So what is our hope? What must our hope be? Our hope must be like the Lord said through Ezekiel that man, he does not delight in somebody's death. So if you are ever in a place where you are delighting in that, where you're, you know, you're just kind of like, eh, eh, well, you know, if, if you are, man, <laughs> you don't know God. You need to behold your God. Look, if I, I could, I could, I could put on my, my, you know, my commentator hat. And there's a lot that we can comment on that's happening in our culture today. And man, you know, man, Lord, I, I, sometimes I talk to Will the Great about our law enforcement officers and I'm like, Lord, <laughs> how in the world can they do their job? Yeah. How in the world? How in the world? If you can go into a situation and you cannot even protect a victim. We're in trouble. I, I, I put that in the category of an obvious observation. We're in trouble. But what often goes overlooked are the, the spiritual Im implications of where we are. That we have not submitted ourselves to the Lord. And that's what causes me to grieve the most. This is, a, this, is, this is a spiritual battle that we're in. But the Lord has set us up to win. He set us up to overcome because the Lord Jesus Christ overcame. So what do we need to do? We need to live authentic lives as Christians. We need to be able to grieve and mourn. We need to be able to say, listen, it is sad that people are dying without the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That needs to grip our heart. But then we also need to say, and the reality of it is, though, 
Man, people do not turn to Christ because they love their sin. Mm. They love their sin. They love the darkness because their deeds are evil, the Bible says. We have a job to do as Christians in any culture that we exist in. And it is to tell the truth about who Jesus Christ is. And unfortunately, we have been failing in this country to do that for a very long time. We're excellent at sending missionaries, but we are not very missional here. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You can talk to us if you want. Probably can get in a couple calls. Man, you, you know something? And the, the, the debt that we're seeing, there are a lot of young people. I mean, we're talking yes. 13, 16, you know, and we can't lose sight of even the commandments that about honoring father and mother. Right. That your days may be long. Yes. <laughs> on this earth. Like, there's a link there. The Bible is true. The, the word of God and the commandments of God are true. Amen. And so when I look at these things, I look back at the family. Yeah. And I look at. Yep. So you have a 13-year-old out there, 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever on, it was. Will. Where are the parents? Right. And if there are parents there, is there just disobedience going on, like rebellion? Come on. Like these things, when we look at the scripture and say, man, that's the, that's the command with a promise. Like your days will be long on the earth. You know, if you honor your father and your mother, we take this back to the family and yes. see that these kids are dying Man, we have to look back at the scripture and say the word of God is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And and it's amazing because it's also very circular because what you have is you have a culture that teaches that kind of conditions and normalizes rebellion. Mm. And and then the the fruit of that rebellion yeah. is death and destruction. Man. And it's just a cycle, it just continues. Yeah. And the culture ramps it up. It normalizes rebellion. Normalizes the rejection of authority. All right, let's go to the phone lines, Will the Great. Where do we go first? All right, let's go to Bill in West Virginia. Hi, Bill. Hi. Hello. Nikki, I just want to say I hear the hurt in your voice for the people. I do. And I heard it last week when you were talking about the church. Both what you're talking about today and the church is the same problem. And I I have the same hurt in me from for the people. We 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 one thing we do is we call we call Everybody calls themselves a Christian. Mm. But I believe if the Lord came back tonight, you would be lucky. You would be lucky if 30 million people out of 350 million were to leave this earth and go with him. Mm. And you're exactly right. But, you know, this battle that we're in right now, that we're in right now, did not. it started before you were even born. Mm-hmm. And we've allowed it to go on, 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 on in this country. Now, we do have to take it back, but you know what? We have to be honest with these people, too. You know what? When, you, when, we, when we talk to somebody about something about the Bible, you know what? If they open the door up and give it to us, then you know what we do? We turn around and give them exactly what the Scripture says. For instance, I'll just pick one, one subject, say homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I would take them right away to Romans 1, mm-hmm. and I would say start at verse 18. And when you get to 32... You read that 32 very carefully. 32 says those that practice such things is sure death. That's hell. Mm-hmm. But the last sentence says this for our politicians that want to condone these things is, and those that give pleasure to or condone those that do is sure death. 
Oh, yes, yes. And we have to let these people know that. That's My right. My gosh, if they knew it, you know what? And you're right. You start out today, you say, you know what? We have to. You can't, you can't be afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. Hey, Bill, I'm so sorry. I got to jump in. We're out of time. We will open the phone lines up tomorrow and take all of your calls, as many as we can get in. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.